I bet daily friendship with that bottle attracts more people to advertising than any salary you could dream of, Draper. That's why I got in. So enjoy it. I'm doing my best here. No, you're not. You don't know how to drink. Your whole generation, you drink for the wrong reasons. My generation, we drink because it's good, because it feels better than unbuttoning your collar, because you deserve it. We drink because it's what men do. What about shaking hands? I've seen a lot of that, too, with you boys. No joke. You're kind with your gloomy thoughts and your worries. You're all busy licking some imaginary wound. Not all imaginary. Yeah, boo-hoo. Maybe I'm not as comfortable being powerless as you are. Pardon? You know, you shouldn't compete with Pete Campbell. I'm not. Yeah, you are. Not at a personal level, but for the world. I don't know. Maybe every generation thinks the next one is the end of it all. I bet there were people in the Bible walking around complaining about kids today. Kids today. They have no one to look up to because they're looking up to us. Dave's of Thunder is taped before a live studio audience. Dave, 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 Dave. Dave, 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 Dave. Dave, Dave, and 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 our little journey back to the late 60s, Manhattan, Madison Avenue to be specific, Draper and Sterling, Sterling and Draper, having another lap talking about the uh, the end of the world or what every generation thinks is. I hope all's well, like I say, wherever you are. We have a grand show lined up for you. We got to get, we got Gary and intern Dan just working round the clock trying to solve the password so that we can get the new Blaster Girl Mysteries um, out to you. The, if, if you haven't been listening lately, um, the late, great Jacuzzi Pete left behind a series of ideas for the show that we never got to do. Most of them pretty lame, but one gem has been the Blaster Girl Mysteries, and, and we got to unlock the password there. Anyway, we'll see if we could do that. Got a bunch of other stuff to get to here, but first, where are my manners? How are you, David? Fain? Five minutes in, he introduces me, Donovan and Gary. Can you believe it? After all these times, after all this why time, you, why, why do you get all to be these Draper? Years, Who do you think you are that you're Draper and I'm Sterling in that? Because time? Sterling was from a different generation than Draper. That's why we did it that way. He was a good 10 years older. That. That's close with you and I. That's I know you left people box. behind the curtain. He was balking at it because, wait a minute, why am I Sterling when you're the one who's gray and blah, blah, blah? Right. Doesn't matter. You know what? Yeah. Of an actor, you're better than I am, and congratulations to to another success. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Uh, good tidings everywhere. Perhaps that's because um, David Feeney has a brand new microphone. A How lot do of- you like this? How do I sound? I got balls. Listen to me. The BTLs and monkeys have been demanding it quietly. They don't ask for much. You know, the Czech Republic, we're, we're, we're not a especially wealthy nation. We're a small rogue nation, but we're oh, a please. proud, we're a proud bunch as is never mowed a yard in his life. A lot of people have uh, have said David Feeney needs a better microphone so we can right. hear his gems come out. Now we now the microphone's so good I can actually hear your pup backing in the back barking in the background. I had to threaten Donovan to get this thing. 
Donovan wow. was like, don't worry. I mean, I mean, why after all this time am I getting one? Donovan, like last week, goes, oh, you want a mic? Okay. And then he sent one out. I couldn't believe it. Well, Donovan, I don't want him taking credit for it. Uh, he leaned on, as he's as he's wont to do, he's our muscle, of course. He leaned on um, some people over at Blue and Blue, generous enough to help David Feeney out to help uh, be better heard by the BTLs and Monkeys. So thank you to Blue right there, Donovan. Thank you to Blue. Ke- thank you to Kevin Walt. And thank you to Donovan, who sent me a nice note along with the microphone, which was really sweet. Did he really? Donovan, thank you very much for your note. Of course, anytime. You deserved it. And uh, yeah, you sound fantastic. His note, uh, damn it. You want to hear his note? Yes. His note was very sweet. He was like, hope this juice is worth the squeeze. See you on the 17th. Love, Donovan. <laughs> what the hell does any of that mean? I don't know. The 17th, reading- is, his, the 17th is his housewarming. Oh, I'm sure you got the invitation. No, right? you see, you forgot. You forgot where we oh, were. Oh, that's right. He didn't get one, Donovan. Donovan, what's your, I, game? Donovan what's your game with that? What is the bit here? There's not, there's I'm not bit. amused. No, it's 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 not a slight against you. And as I said, uh, you can come too. I don't want I don't want that. And and by the way, you know what? I think you'll remember a year, a little bit more than a year ago, there was a wedding that not everybody was invited to. You know? Yeah, I remember. I know what this is. Did Donovan? Did you get um? What were the what were the like the wedding like the the wedding gifts for the people who came to the wedding at Damon Shake's wedding? Like was it a pashmina box of Krispy Kreme donuts? What was it? <laughs> Pashminas. All around. <laughs> I went to a, I, I went to a wedding in Santa Barbara at the Bacara Hotel where the gifts for the women were, were pajminas. Wow, that's Everyone a got cool. a pajmina that was three hundred and fifty strong. Oh my god! I went. Diane to, Feinstein was there. If anybody, oh well, uh, she was. Yeah, fancy, terrific. Um, I like that place. I was there once. Look it up if you don't believe me, listener. But um, the what was striking about that? It's a very fancy high end um, Tony hotel. Tony yes. Hotel. And but the all the rooms are very much like um, in Lord of the Rings. Uh, It's like uh, where Bilbo Baggins and company all live. They're all like built into the hillside. They really literally look that way. Uh, With that hotel, we went up there. We went up there. By the way, yes, when I was there for that wedding, that wedding was yesterday, the 28th in 2002. It was 18 years ago. I went there. I took the train up from L.A. to Santa Barbara Mm -hmm. at a tux and decided to not get a room. It was a Saturday. The Saturday, I did not get a room, and I got so I got so stewed. I woke up on the floor of the lobby by the bride, saying, "Feeny, don't you have a train?" Because I then took the train. This is the the bride. The bride at four. In the what morning. a mess! The bride wakes me up. I don't know what she was doing up at four in the morning. Wakes me up. I run to the train station in Santa Barbara to get a six a.m. or ten seven a.m. train to San Diego to watch my Patriots. Fresh off their win against the Rams, you were there in New Orleans to face the San Diego, the then San Diego Chargers. They got destroyed. I mean, I talk uh, about a whirlwind thirty six hours. That was real, wild. It really is. And kudos to you, since uh, the you. good tidings are flying around. See, this is what I talk Please. about all the time. Uh-oh. This is this is a great example of living, not <sighs> just surviving. It's 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 the key. Uh, it's the cardinal rule that I can pass along. Along with this show, no jive allowed. But as you go out into the world, don't merely get by. Don't just survive. Right. You know. Live. Have you ever had a Have you ever had a weekend like that? I'm sure you have. You and I have talked about having weekends like that, and we kind of never did it. 
I've done that around sporting events where I've gone on twisters on one side of the country, jumped on a plane, gotten off, and I cannot sleep on airplanes, red eyes or otherwise, but those are the worst of them all. The red eye flights for me are, are really, that's, that would be, if, if hell is your people like to define it is you have to experience the thing you like least. My people? Um, yeah. You're, you're, you mean uh, Americans? You son of a bitch. No, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I know the, the Christians seem to think that they are America, but no, you're going to try to turn it around. Donovan, your Donovan people, take offense to that. Your people like your people uh, embrace this, uh, this hell business, a punitive uh, um, Satan yeah, yeah. awaiting us to, to tell us how we're going to spend the rest of eternity. That's right. Eternity. For me, it might be on a red eye with it pitch black where the, the flight attendants and anybody with w- close to you give you, make make that like, Oh, sound. If you put your light on to try, if you dare to try to read, since you can't right. fall asleep, you're a selfish jerk. If you, I can't sleep. So what am I going to do? So I, so because I'm such a generous soul, what I'll do is for, for, um, for everybody else on the plane, I won't turn that light on and I'll just sit there in dead silence in in darkness, just right. tortured all sure. night, looking at the watch every three minutes. How much closer are we? How much closer are we? So it's just. It's- I thought your definition of hell, no offense, was just being in a completely empty room with nothing to list. Mm, yeah. Hey, speaking of lists, before we uh, before we get into anything else, I do mm. encourage everybody to go back and listen to the episodes with the previous Blaster Girl Mysteries, Dynamite Stuff there by Jacuzzi Pete, the late great. We talked in the most recent episode about uh, all things movie deaths. and the It makes me sad, I- by the way, not to interrupt, but it makes me sad about Jacuzzi Pete not being Does there. Because now? this was somebody that he was not, who knew that he was literary mm-hmm. at yeah. all? Who knew that he had these pages in him and yet he somehow, for some reason, had these pages? It makes me sad that there was some sort of secret life he was living. Find what you love. Yeah, find what you're good at. Find what you love doing, and you'll never work a day in your life. And it's what was crazy. his what was his trade? What was his trade? He he directed at Kimmel. Is that how you met him? No, I told you he. I met him because uh, he, well, his wife worked at Kimmel. Right, but, but did he? He was the director, right? He directed stuff. He did. Wasn't he director? Well, maybe he directed some stuff at Kimmel. Now, how did he make his living? Mention it. He was a director. as a TV director. All right, so he know. was a director. Okay. Yeah, and then and then one day his heart exploded, and that was the that was uh, the story of Jacuzzi Pete. Right. Oh, the poor man. The poor man. But go ahead. We talk about movie deaths. Well, I like talking about movie he's deaths. Slipping, he's slipping this one in, Donovan. He's slipping I, this one in. I'm the rundown. slipping in a quick list for you. What's the best death movie line of all time? The Is death it? movie line. The, the the short. I I've pared it down to the shortest lines. I can, I can come up with save this the, a, this. a surprise list is infuriating me, but go ahead. Oh, get ready, friend. No, Gary, get you get ready, ready baby. Gary, get you ready. get ready. I mean, Kenobi tells that you can't win, Darth. If you strike me down right. now, I should become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Okay. And Luke is looking on, and then he, you know, Vader does what he does, and he strikes down Kenobi, and the rest is history. Mm. So that's that one. That's a pretty iconic one. Of course, maybe the most famous is Rosebud. Um, sure. Then you, then you got Braveheart yelling freedom. Freedom's a great as, one. This is two it, weeks as, in a row with you for Braveheart, which is really interesting. Coming out, yeah. Uh, you got uh, Brando at the end of Apocalypse Now saying the horror, the, the horror. horror. Right. <laughs> 
Um, you have Hanks at the end of uh, Private Ryan saying, earn this. And that's the most controversial one. Why is that? With, uh, with whom? With who? Your followers? No. With a who? lot of people. Well, with that, uh, by the way, this, this means this this insinuates that you've done this bit before. This is the panel you've done before. Have you done it on another podcast? I have not done this anywhere else. Okay, but you're trying it out on us to get that do it on Enzo? I wanted to carry this over because I didn't get to some of the things I wanted to cover. Um, I, I do like earn this because Mo Damashek thought that he said, you've earned this. And it's like, why the hell would Tom Hanks tell uh, Matt Damon you've earned this as he dies? He's telling Excellent him point. to earn this. And But I don't know if you remember. It sounds kind of like a dig. You've earned, you've yeah. earned this. It you've, like a th- really, you've really <laughs> done it this time, Private Ryan. <laughs> I believe, uh, by the way, earn this was a thing you said to me right, at, right, be, right after you got fired on Bette Midler. You walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you said, earn this. I did not get fired. And you kissed me on each cheek. <laughs> kissed me on each cheek, said, earn this, and walked out the door. Walked into his pickup truck and drove away. <laughs> I forgot about my pickup truck. <laughs> that was a bad I've never seen so many sandbags in a pickup truck before. I don't know what you, I don't know where you, I don't know what, what levy you were stopping up. With whom I was trying to fit in at the time, I can't even remember. Yeah. I don't know. But then my uh, my girlfriend at the then. time, right. I don't think you remember. People really didn't know what Tom Hanks said there. They debated that uh, <clears throat> extensively. If you Google it, you'll find that people that had no idea what he said. And I said, he said, earn this. And my girlfriend at the time said, no, no, he didn't say earn this. He said, he said, earnest. I'm like, earnest? What, what, what would that mean at all then? Ernest. That's a rosebud of its own, though. Kind of like, what the who the hell is Ernest? What the hell is he talking about? Um, then there is Kevin Spacey, who ended up in real life being the bad guy, mm. getting shot um, by um, the guy who you thought was good the whole time, but by Cromwell in L.A. Confidential. In L.A. Confidential, he says to Rolo Tomasi. Ro- he Rolo says Tomasi. Rolo Tomasi. Great, great moment. Great, that's great a great, that really is excellent, right? Shoots right, right. him dead and tells him roll That's up. one of the best ones to me because he gets, and then he does that little chuckle afterwards. It's a fantastic performance and a fantastic movie that no one, that everyone loves, but no one talks about as much anymore. It's a great, right? great, great. It's it a really great, is. great movie. And they shot it all around my neighborhood. It's really, really cool. I think uh, I would put that, I think I'd put that movie in probably, that would be in my top 15 or 20. All yeah, it, it's, it's kind of a flawless movie. And especially if you read that book, that book is uh, unadaptable. That book is is gigantic, and really? the fact that he did that—I mean, they they paired away so much stuff and combined characters. Really, just a, pheno- a phenomenal job of movie adaptation. Uh, and then, one, and then, wait, one more, one more. Oh, here we go. Pesci, when he walks in because he's uh, he's being yeah. made a capo, and they, they open the door, and he looks, he goes into the empty room. He goes, "Oh no!" And yeah. Gets, so you just stole mine. That. That, that was going to say right? that you just stole mine. I think when he. Oh no! It, it's chilling. It's a chilling kind of ending uh, to his life in that movie. Not to spoil it for you, Donovan. Uh, there's a movie called. I always go to this one. There's a movie called Homicide with uh, Joe Mantegna. David Mamet directed it with uh, and wrote it with um, uh, with my William H Macy. William H Macy. He gets he gets plugged up real good, and then he's like huffing and huffing. And then he says, uh, uh, "Hey," he goes, "Hey, Bobby, remember that girl that time." And then he just croaked and he just dies. He's like trying to relive that moment, which is pretty mm. great. And then uh, as always, when it comes to movie deaths, the one that I cannot watch, I cannot sit through is the, uh, um, is Adam Goldberg in speaking of saving private Ryan, saving private Ryan. That's a really no, what, tough. What the, I hate that it, scene. It's I a really, really tough death it. to watch. And when he's it like, is. 
in his last words. Wait, 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 wait. What does that he mean? Goes, what yeah. does that mean? He's like, wait, 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 wait. And then just that, then it's over. Really, really hard to watch. I, I very I mean, there's, disturbing there's, movie. There's myriad there. to watch the to, to list, but that's pretty good. All right. Well, there you go. See, but the fact that he did a list, though, Gary, that's going to upset me. Give me some Dave Volick, please. And Samuelson's pass off a skate. Volick turns with Ferraro. Here they come. Two on one. Volick shoots. Scores! David Volick, Islanders. And there'll be a new Stanley Cup champion in 1993. I I was there that night. You were. Painful one, yeah. I remember that. I remember it well. Do you know that um, if uh, if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be talking right now because I probably would have stayed in Pittsburgh to watch the rest. You know that whole story. Right? Every time we talk about this game, we well, that's, that's something that, that don't play, don't put it on me. Then don't put that. Don't put. Just that. shake your head and just take your look at and move on, my friend. Just take your whoop and move on. How you hey, how you been though? Can I ask how how your folks doing? Let me let me let me uh, let me uh, carry some water. How your folks doing? Everybody seems to be doing very well in Pittsburgh, PA. Um, Steelers are three and zero. You're very happy with that. I'm sure your old man's very happy with that. Yeah, but at the time of this recording, we don't even know if they're going to be able to play on Sunday because they've had the the first. Uh, the Titans have had the first uh, nineteen breakout um, of the uh, of the uh, NFL season. So we'll which see is terrible. Time. Which is awful. Yeah, but you're look look. You're doing well. Number one. You're now in love with number one after. Um, dating number twelve for so many years now, long term relationship. Now you're having some fun. A flame. I can't even. I can't even begin. I can't even believe that I'm saying this. But what did what did the Buccaneers do over the weekend? Did they win? Oh, stop it! See, no, I, I, I swear to you, I did not watch them. They whipped Denver. They, they beat uh, Denver. Okay. Yeah, okay. They, they did take care. Of, really, you have moved on already. Yeah. No, no. I just didn't. I just didn't catch the game. I just didn't catch the game. I don't live in front of my TV on Sundays. I'm. I don't know. Playing with my kid. I see. Um, <laughs> So what else is happening? I want to well, hear, I wanna, I wanna hear everything. How are, how, are you, how are you and Beth? I'm is that going a, okay now? Yeah, it's going beautifully. I um, I'm because uh, of course on Sundays I it's work for me. You see, because I I do my thrice week podcast with cousin Sal and uh, and Charlotte Wilder. I do that three times a week. Is that do, still going on? And I do minus three with what's that one? And how come I'm not a guest on minus three? So you're more than welcome. Wasn't I, wasn't I going to be invited? How come I'm, I, everyone loves me. Yeah, I'm not invited to be on these shows. I don't understand. Do you want to, do you want to be on minus three? What, what is in store with me on, our, on minus I three? Thought, I just didn't want to step on the toes. Cause I know that uh, the, the um, drink water gang has been chasing you. Drink water yeah. gang has not been chasing me. Those have been like, 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 well, like, I thought like, they invited you and I didn't want to get in the way of, of that scheduled interview. I don't know if they had you on the books or, they have like, not had me on the books. And just like Gary, party, Donovan, just, is there an update there? Is there well, hold on. Just like Donovan's party on the 17th that you're not invited to, it's been an, or it's an empty, yeah, sure, come along. That's what's been happening over here. Has not gone through UTA, my agency has not gone through anything. I've not gotten a formal invitation. I don't know what game they're playing, but now I'm upset. Gary, Donovan, how say you? I would love to have Feeney on our episode see. tomorrow. See? Tomorrow. Oh, Tomorrow. How about that? Well, see, that uh, you understand that that's still not a invitation. Uh, you'd love to have him on. If only you had the power to do something about it. Gary. I do have the power, but so Feeney you could, is so, a... so what you could say is like, "Hey, Feeney, here's what we'll do. Why don't we? You, we'll call you at this time, and then you'll be a guest on our show. You well, see, like that's that seems kind of easy. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I understand it. Look, look, it's a little different. I. Feeney is such a power player. He's got these uh, meetings with people. He's writing. With you, I, I know when you're doing your podcast, I can uh, just hit you up. So patronizing to him, and then where I'm concerned, you, you take a shot, which is not what I'm I know where you're damaged. Like, I know where you're going to be all day. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn it, I know you got nothing going on. So you know what else is great? Get on the blower. You know what else is great? I guess it, I don't know if uh, you ever saw this, but Siskel and Ebert once um, did a review. I don't know that it made air, but they did once take the time to review a movie called Hot, Hot Pursuit, um, penned what? by John Quaintance and his old writing partner, David Feeney. Um, do we have any of that gear? You're a genius. Great. There's some heavy-duty killing in this film. A lot of people are. You're right. There's a lot of violence. And why? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Because out in Hollywood, they know that if they don't have a half hour, uh, the last half hour of a movie, all you have to do is get out the machine guns, have everybody die, a couple of car crashes, an exploding no. gas tank, and that's the movie. Well, what about the idea? What about the character? What about the situation forgotten about? Okay. So he's brain... So, so uh... Roger Ebert, just, may, just throwing out some ideas, you know. May he rest in peace, Roger. May he rest in peace. He's absolutely right. Uh, but you just also described the last twenty minutes of L.A. Confidential. You just last last described just described the last twenty minutes of a myriad movies. Hopper Soup being one of them. Hey, we took a shot. We tried. <laughs> he had fun. We doing took it we though. took a stab. My accountant's happy. Big deal. Move on. <laughs> my accountant's happy. He did all right. I I set my table. Um, so I had a chicken, I had a chicken I, dinner that night. Let's check in with the with the gang here, Gary. How are you otherwise after your mean spirited dig at Dave Damashek's expense? I'm very well. I'm uh, I'm happy to see you guys. I'm I'm happy to be with the gang again. All right, and and you'll talk to David Feeney tomorrow, and then uh, on what, on, what about on minus the water three cooler? What about minus then, three? What what, minus what happens three, on minus three that I, you would need me to be on it? Yeah, I mean, what in the hell? But I don't, I mean, I, I, I've never heard this show. I'm not like Donovan, who's heard every episode. He's caught every episode of Minus Three. Generally uh, right, speaking, Donovan, you've heard, you've heard every weeks, episode? Three weeks into the new show, um, it's pretty straightforward. I talk about uh, sports and stuff and who I think is going to win games with a with a pro football player named Jeff Schwartz, one of the chosen yeah. people, just completed his fast. But I I'm not an expert on that good, stuff, so why would I come a, in? had a nice fast, you know? Why would I come in? I'm not an expert on that nonsense. I, you just invited yourself. And, I didn't and, invite and, myself. And, I was just wondering how come I wasn't invited on that show. That's all. You can tell me, hey, Peter, you don't have a place for it. That's understandable. You listen to my voice. You're hereby invited one week from Wednesday. How about that? You free? That's too you far in advance by? for me. That's too we'll far come, in advance. We'll, we'll I don't do, know you know what? You know what will appeal to to the audience is mm. the Pittsburgh Pirates letter. Well, it'll be new audience. People will flip for it. We'll get more exposure for the Pittsburgh Pirates need to change their name campaign. One of your great letter writing campaigns. Done and done. Talk oh. to you on Wednesday. How about you know that? what I did though for that? Don't forget that I didn't write wrote them to the Pirates, but I also wrote them because it's a football show you do. I wrote them to the Buccaneers. I went oh. to the to the to the then Oakland Raiders. Oh, maybe say. I'll read one of those instead. What about that? That's called a plug, Donovan. How about that? Okay, listen, too bad, water cooler. You snooze, yeah. you lose. He gets those letters, baby. Poor Donovan. Donovan, are you okay? Donovan's upset. Donovan said this. Fall asleep? What the hell's going on? Donovan said in the production meeting he's a little upset because he had a great story lined up for last week, and we, you and I, collectively did not plug it. We didn't lead him in correctly. Oh yeah, we were talking about our worst dates, right, or our prom dates. We were talking about our miserable prom experiences. Donovan, I find it hard to imagine you had a rough ride. I had a similar experience. Sweet, with, like you, you had to be the prince of your high school. And I, and I don't mean royalty. I mean the musician, prince. Same height, same <laughs> yeah. music ability, same everything. Adorable. But, but uh, at the same time, cute to look at. But then once you, once you start making the music smoldering. I, I take that as a very big compliment. Thank you. Uh, it, when I was a senior in high school, I went to prom alone. I went, I went, I went to staff. Why? 
Well, the reason being is because a few months before prom, we have our winter formal. We had two formal dances a year. And for winter formal, I asked the girl of my dreams to winter formal. I went for it. And she said yes. Your bride to be Jennifer? Uh, no. This oh, is okay. my, my, girl, the, my girl of my dreams then. The first and, girl of your dreams. In other yeah. words, that you could have one or several of them in your lifetime. Sure. And I wait. Had so re- Donovan, so you, so you don't think your soon-to-be bride is the one and only for you? That oh, she absolutely. Your soulmate. You thought you, but you've already had soulmates. No, uh, I thought I, I thought I did. Yeah, that oh, I, hope she's, she's listening. I hope she's not listening to this. I hope I hope she's not listening. To this. But go ahead. So you fin- thought we she inter- was your soulmate. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Well, then, you went to you went to the prom alone because you thought this. So go ahead. So I, I interrupted, please. Okay, so I asked I asked her out to the winter formal. When very, uh, I, I was over the moon when she said yes. We got my tux. I was nervous. We picked her up. We got we got in the limo. We did the group limo. Went mm. to uh, went to the dance, and I know she was a little standoffish. Something's going on. She What'd you bring? Really... Some uh, some Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. You, you you pack something, right? No, I didn't. I didn't drink till I was twenty one. Really? Yeah. You weren't the bad boy of high school then. No, no. All right. Good for Continue. you. Go on. Thank Continue. you. Winter formal. What kind of fancy boarding school was this? I know, Lord. Right? You and Dan not, like was both, that not a thing for you guys? Up rich. You guys both grew up really rich, not me. <laughs> Winter formal. You ever mow your yard, uh, Donovan? You ever you ever uh, push a lawnmower before? All I'm doing is 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 yard work at the new house. Imagine being in your early fifties like Damashek and not never never touching a lawnmower in your life. <laughs> Could it? Can't imagine. My God. That's again, that's living. I'm not just surviving <laughs> out there doing that kind of nonsense, you know? I, I got too parents. much living to do. Check if I you come over parents. to my new house, I want you to mow the lawn. Just just feel Well, it. I mean, just that's the first like. invite I've gotten over to your house. Okay? It is right. to do yard work. <laughs> it's to do chores. <laughs> I'm going to be going to be awfully embarrassing for me. Yeah, when I'm when I'm out there shirtless uh in the blazing hot sun getting a terrible sunburn and shirtless. Mr. Fe- Mr. and Mrs. Feeney show up. Why are you shirtless? <laughs> Why are you shirtless doing it? Because I assume that's how you do the yard. Why stop right? at the lawn? Why not do the clean out the gutters? Why not paint the house? Give my whole Miyagi treatment. Sand the floors. <laughs> whatever, whatever Donovan insists upon, apparently. Go ahead, Donovan, with your story. Okay, so we're at the dance. I know she's a little standoffish. Not, there's something going on. And it's and I kind of feel it, but I'm not too sure. Anyway, we go we get to the after party and I wonder where she is. She's missing for at, at the after party. And someone tells me, oh, she's in uh, the person's room. And I go in and I kind of lean my head to see what's going on in there. And she's in there with my best friend uh, making out. Making out. Oh, that's painful. Broke my heart. Best friend. I immediately uh, get in my car. No, 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 wait. That's it? You turned and walked away? I, tur- I, I thought was you had so a limo. Sad. Wait a minute. You, I thought you had a limo you got in your car. This story has holes. Oh, well, the limo picked us up at where the after party was. So the limo oh. dropped us off there. Okay. And then I immediately get in my car. Wait a second. You don't go like, Seth, what the hell are you doing? I was so sad. I was and too d- sad. Take a swing at him. Nothing. But, uh, yeah. I, and I, I drive to a park. Then or join park. in, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that would have been Damashek's move back in the day. <laughs> Why disagree? Why not make three? That was his thing. <laughs> I wish I knew about that move, Shaq. But go, <laughs> but go on. Uh, so I get, I get my car. That's a weird admission. <laughs> I get my if car. If you had drive... to make three with the lady of your dreams and me, Greenie, <laughs> who would you who would you want to? Be? Don't interrupt the story. This is great. Oh, go ahead. I, I get in my car. I drive to the nearby park, 
I, I go, it's an empty park. It's late at night. Beat I the hell car, out of yourself. <laughs> and I, I'm, I just cry myself to sleep. I cry myself to sleep oh in the car. Oh, my God. And then... <laughs> And to, to wait, the, terrible. The wait a second. <laughs> Where'd the limo go? The limo, the limo, the, the, the night's over. Bastard. The limo, the limo dropped us back off at the house after the dance and everyone partied there afterward. I see. And uh, why the park? Why park? Why go to the park and, and cry yourself? Why don't I just go home and cry yourself to sleep? Because I didn't, I don't want anybody to hear me coming in. I just, I, I wanted, I needed to be alone. The I was sobbing. Just, I'm the in my sobbing was too much. I'm in my tux in the front seat of my Nissan Sentra, fully Whoa. reclined, just crying myself to sleep. And then a few hours later, cop knocks on my window. Can't be here. I, I, I pick myself up and I, uh, I drive home. And then he wrote the he wrote his first song called "Can't Be Here." I, like, <laughs> yeah, that was you, like I'm surprised the story doesn't end that way with you just getting out a piece of paper, like you crying, but instead of crying yourself to sleep, you go to the you go to the the glove box, pick out a, a take a pair of uh, a page of loose leaf out, and just write your first hit. Oh, I I absolutely wrote songs. Well, somebody please write a song called "Can't Be Here" about Donovan's night at his prom. Yeah. Sitting here in my centra, caught up in my feelings. My number one lady got taken away. What? What? So what happened with Seth, with your best friend? Oh, we, it it was just very awkward. We actually didn't talk at all after that. Like it was just, it was just. Well, too I should weird. think not. I should they, think they, not. They, that they would be the up, end of any friendship. They I ended would announce up, that then and there too. I'd be like, Did they get married? No, they didn't. But they did date for a few months after after that night, and and then prom comes up, and I'm. I'm I have PTSD. I'm too heartbroken to ask anybody else out to prom. I didn't even want to go. People convinced me you got to go. It's your senior prom. You have to just go. Go alone. I was even asked by a few girls to go, and I said no to them, and which I, which I regret now. But sure, I just yeah, and uh, and I went stag. And that you see and how that story ends, and, and then but, Donovan beating us again. Do you but see you that, went, I hear Girls that, and it. I think that's the that's the point of that story. Was just you know I had several offers to my prom, and I didn't take them because I, for some strange reason. Do you but know what I would have given for a woman to, fun. for a peer for a seventeen year old to come up to me and and speak to me, let alone invite me to go and do something that is uh, dating adjacent. Come on. That's a great yeah. point. But did you think that at the prom you would have run into her and him? Because I'm sure that if they were dating, they went to the prom together, correct? They did. Yeah. And were you expecting to like beat them? Nothing, nothing. I, I'm expecting Dan, Donovan uh, hoping for some sort of dance off for her affection. <laughs> yeah, that's him snapping his fingers. A spotlight goes on him and they play uh, closer to free, you know, the, the party of five the theme song. <laughs> Donovan going crazy. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry you went through that, buddy. That stinks. That really stinks. It's all right. Yeah, I, actually, where are they I, today? I really where is she today? Alone. Where is she today? I'm curious. Where is she? I don't know. You haven't looked her up at all. I'm, no, I'm sure your I'm I mean, sure your wife, your your fiance, has looked her up. Maybe take her out of commission. I, I won't give. I won't give Jen her name. Oh, she 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 doesn't care enough about you, Pat. That's, no. Oh my God! There's so many red flags here, David. What do you uh, like better, Feeney, as a mature man? Now I know mm. if, if we would have had this conversation 10, 15 years ago, yeah, you would like your new lady to be jealous of the old one. What, what, what's what's up with her? Why were you so interested? I would in like her? that. That's now, absolutely no. Right. I don't think I don't think that's what you would want Jennifer, Mrs. Feeney, to do. Sure. I what you would want is for her to be pissed on your behalf. 
You wouldn't want uh, you wouldn't want her to be jealous. You would want her to be pissed. Like, how dare anybody ever treat you like that, right? I would want both, I would think. I would want once in a while, if I ever were to get looks walking down the street, you know, what is that girl looking at you for? Hey, 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 he's mine. Something like that would be outstanding, but that's never really happened before. But of course, I would want her to get, I mean, that's happened. That's, 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 that's happened with exes in the past, where I've run into another ex with a girlfriend I, at a bar. You don't want to get pity. You don't want Jennifer to pity you. Because no, I don't, I don't think them. she'll. I don't think she'll ever do that. But I was once at a. I was once at Bergen's. I think I've told you this story. I was once at Bergen's with an ex girlfriend of mine, and we were there having dinner, having a few belts, and another ex girlfriend of mine was all was at the bar at the Horseshoe Bar, and we were and I was like, should we go or this? We're not going. No, we'll just walk out the front door. And she goes, no, not necessarily. So we went both went there and said we went and walked out. We said hello. We said goodbye. And they were talking. The two women were kibitzing for about 90 seconds or maybe two minutes. I was like, what do you guys talk about? And, we, and when I got in the car, she, I was like, what do you guys talk about? She said, oh, I just told her thank you. I was like, what do you mean thank you? It's basically, she goes, I didn't use this word, but I told her, I said, thank you for being a bitch. <laughs> and that was like, I mean, talk about that. Talk, talk, I was 10 feet tall that night. <laughs> Your honor always gets defended most for whatever reason within those four walls at, uh, at the legendary Tom Bergen's. Not by you, never by you though. Never like by hell, you. I can't believe. See, then this is why you, what have you defended my a, honor there. You put me in a tough spot to have to retell a story when you tell me don't retell the same stories. But of course at Bergen's once your ex-girlfriend's name, she shamelessly after you split, just like in a divorce, you get, you know, one person gets half of the friends and restaurants and everything else. And the other, right. the other half, you had Tom Bergen's, you had claim to it, but she decided to keep on going there anyway. Right. It really kind of made you the victor there that she couldn't let that part go that she, she couldn't let go. Well, she, she knew like that maybe you would come through there. And so there was something there that uh, was unfinished in her mind. But she even, because of Tom Bergen's, of course, if you have enough drinks there, they eventually give you a shamrock with your name on it. And then they stick it on the wall for all of time. And I mean, the the one of the worst things ever was that they gave her one, not only gave her the share, but they put it in a prominent spot right over the bar. And you said, I want that shamrock. <laughs> and what did Damashek do? What did Damashek do? He went over in a crowded bar. He said, give me $50. In a crowded <laughs> bar. Listen, you you can step on uh, on, on my generosity. I won't spirit. do it. Go ahead. Good friend. I, Very good friend. I went up to the bar and there, you know, like you say, it's a horseshoe bar and two bartenders constantly working it back and forth, back and forth. No matter right. to Damashek because I had, the, I had something I had to do. It wasn't a choice. And I excused myself. I cut right in between two people sitting on their bar stools. I jumped up onto the bar, both feet. I grabbed that shamrock. I yanked it down. I walked it over to you. I dropped it in your laugh. And I said, mission accomplished. That's right. That's absolutely right. I can't add anything to that. Gary, what do you think about that story? Can you tell he just made it up? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's if that's true, that's a that's a very good friend. If that's true, why would, would, would I get out of making up a story? Like, what kind of story would that be to make up? Then why not invite me to your wedding? Why not invite me? I'm, I'm minus three. Minus three? Is that what it's called? Minus That's three. Called. That's what it's called. But listen, you're invited now, and we'll uh, we'll we'll hear from you there. Hey, speaking of sports, because I do want to see if Gary and, uh, oh. and Dan, the intern, can do anything. We did get a special request from Brendan Fitzgerald, our pal at, uh, who, you know, covers the MMA for ESPN and beyond, and he's uh, – He's kind enough. He works in some of our catchphrases into his actual MMA broadcasts. What was Gary? What exactly has he thrown out there? We we've asked for a take the bus, Sammy, but he hasn't done. He hasn't gone. 
he hasn't gotten big yet, but he has nevertheless <laughs> worked in a few. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he worked in Big Fan. He definitely worked <laughs> in uh, Bad Leg from the Snoop's Godlewski uh, mm-hmm. trials. My favorite, personally, was uh, he was talking about a fighter fighting very often, and he said, you know, that that's how he likes to set his table. Uh, that was a good that's one. Great. That's that pretty was, great. That was my favorite, personally. That's but, pretty great. Um, he worked in Hot Pursuit. Uh, I believe he was, <laughs> he was talking about a gentleman who was trying to get a win. He was in hot pursuit of a win. Um, Donovan, can you help me out here? There were seven or eight. I've, I've come up with four or five. I can't remember what yeah, the rest were. There were I remember. They were Gary, really good. While you're talking hot pursuit, anything more from Siskel and Ebert? Oh. Then the movie hot pursuit, turns into an assembly line crime thriller all about cocaine smugglers. And then it ends with another shootout. I mean, they just put routine elements into this good idea. What a waste of an idea. This whole movie smells like a deal that looks so good. They didn't think they needed an intelligent screenplay. Yeah. I mean, that's not on Reese or, uh, or Joe, uh, Manganello's wife, lovely wife. That's on, uh, that's on Sophia the Vergara. Who, yeah. Sophia Vergara who made the pages there. That's, uh, uh, you can't really blame the, the, the contractor. You blame the architect, right? The guy who did the blueprint. Right. right. Uh, we're the farmers. Who grow the grain, but we're not invited at the feast. And uh, I'll, 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 I'll take, I'll take the L for that, for that bad crap. Uh, you'll, you'll get them next did, time. Uh, again, again, we did our best. We'll get them next time. It's a numbers game again. Uh, Scott Rubenstein, my accountant, was very. I don't know what that <laughs> string of excuses adds up to exactly. Well, we'll see. If well, let's. Well, I, I mean, I guess. That. I mean, you've been through that, right? With with your produced screenplay. I know, well, I, I've never written oh, one, so that, 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 that doesn't really hurt me. That would, hurt if I, that, would, that would hurt if I had what a play that I was shopping around, but of course <laughs> I, I don't have one, so that, that so it's moot. The question not even is on the, moot. That even, that even make the, not even on the field. I'm, I'm on the field. I'm trying, I'm trying my best. Sometimes you have good weeks, sometimes you don't. Well, I don't happens. want to talk about what's on the field. This is a special request. I got a direct message on Twitter from Brendan Fitzgerald. He's been good to us. The least I can do is, uh, is satisfy his wish here. Hit it, Donovan! Now it's time to guess if it's an NHL player or prescription drug. <laughs> Brendan Fitzgerald, this is for you. you uh, the Stanley Cup Final Edition of the Tampa Bay Lightning vanquished the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup final. So let's go at it with this. Members, uh, a member of the Lightning or Stars or a prescription drug. Are you all set? You playing this against me or against Donovan? You said Donovan. You, same. Yeah, great. Well, I love right. this. Let's play. I love the theme song. Well, no, Donovan made a nice theme song for it. Love the theme song. Great. Go for it. Radic Foxa. Radic Foxa. Is that a hockey player or is that a prescription drug? It, 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 it'd be a strange, hard to say. Those guys, they, they test these things very carefully. It's a hard drug to say. It's got to be an NHL player's name. That's a center iceman for your Dallas Stars. Next up. Excellent. Can we get a ding? Put me on the board, Donovan. All right, here we go. Well, we, well the, 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 dig up the ding. Here we go. <laughs> Then Clexta. Then Clexta. One more time, please. Then Clexta. Gary and Donovan, jump in here if you'd like. Gary, you want to vote on this? I'm going to say it's a prescription drug. Gary, you want to vote? That one's got to be a prescription drug, in my opinion. It does? 
Or don't don't you dare cheat this game. Don't cheat yourself by looking it up on the Google. I'm over here trying to get the ding ready. I'm not looking it up. He's trying to find dings for you. It's an RX for leukemia. Um, Next up. (laughs) You're welcome. Cheery, cheery topic. You don't need to dig that. Here we go. I was right. What do you want from me? Latuda. That one's a prescription drug. Hockey player or prescription drug? Donovan? I'm going to say hockey player. Can you say that again? Latuda? Latuda. Lou Tuda? Latuda. 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 It, that can't be an NHL player's full name, so it's, I'm going to have to go with prescription drug. Well, you're correct. It's a, it's a, it'll treat your uh, bipolar disorder if, uh, if that's Ooh, something that you're, that you're carrying with. That's a tough one because that would be really fun to say in your voice, the voice you put on. Uh, Latuda. 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 Here, here we go. A few more. Only, only, uh, we only got, what do I have here? Let me count these. I got 24 more and then we'll move on. <laughs> Outstanding. Keep going. Verhage. Verhage. Is that a hockey player? Or is that a prescription drug? Ask your doctor about Verhage. No, that's a, that's a, uh, Verhage. I think it's a player. I think it has to be a player. Verhage is such a weird, weird, weird drug name. Ask your doctor about about the side effects of Verhage. No, it's got to be a player. I agree. Correct. He is a right wing, uh, Carter Verhage. He is a Stanley Cup champion. How about Kivaranta? Kivaranta. Hockey player? Kivaranta. Right. Isn't that what Apache Chief would say before he got small? Kivaranta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donovan, this is on you. Kivar- ask your doctor about Kivaranta. That's a prescription drug. Gary? NHL player. It is an NHL player. Oh. Gary, you're excellent at this. We found, we found your reason to, for being. You're excellent. <laughs> last, these are just last names you're doing, right? You're, okay. No, it's a, it depends on how I'm doing depends, it. Depends, depends, depends. Uh, All right. Keep uh, going, Rupee, baby. Rupee hints. Rupee hints. Rupee hints. Rupee hints. That's got to be a player. No way is that a prescription. That sounds terrible. Rupe <laughs> Hintz is a hockey player, correct? Oh, uh, who, who does he play for? He plays for the Dallas. I mean, I'm sorry. He plays for the, uh, yeah, he plays for the Dallas Stars. Excuse me. Okay. And, um, and then lastly. No. Your boy. Your boy. But how about the name Rupe Hintz? Rupe is his name. Rupe. Rupe Hintz. <laughs> and what's this last one? Your boy. Your voice. Your voice. It's got to be. It's got to be a player. It's a horrible drug name. Ask your doctor about the side effects to your voice. No, it's got to be a player. Got to be a player. Player. Agreed. Oh, Gary. Gary. Gary's finally his pristine record. His uh, streak is over. Your voice is for your immune system. Uh, your voice. Nice drug. You pair it apparently with Latuda. Or no, with Venclexta, I think, and then like it, it helps keep your immune system strong while you while you fight the leukemia. So that's a little. Here's that word again, leukemia. Talk about a comedy killer, leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> How come we're not laughing? Oh, he mentioned leukemia twice. <laughs> well, that's reminds, great, good for you. Reminds, no, no, good for you. It reminds me. Good for you. It reminds me of one of my better observations um, in my uh, in my half century of life. It's one thing to name something good after yourself, but how narcissistic and vain must you be? I don't care. <laughs> Wipe your face all you want. That's a good observation. Gary, I hope Maybelline is, is warmed up and ready to that, go. That, heart, that, 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 that uh, 
that Brent um, Hodgkins was like, I got to be remembered. Name this disease after me. I want to be when when people hear that disease. Go ahead, do your bit. I don't care. That's a good abuse, please. Fear, F E A R, F E R. This yeah. stands for false evidence appearing real. <laughs> Doesn't hurt my feelings. You know what? Oh, gonna- really? I'm with Busey again. <laughs> Romance, do you know what it stands for? It stands for relying on magnificent and necessary compatible energy. <laughs> Mess with the bull, you get the horns. I've learned. And chase life. it with a 45. What? We love Big Ben. Big Ben's a friend of mine. Big Ben's great. You want to go for another one? <laughs> that guy's great too. I don't know. He, Someone who talks about hockey all the time. I'm surprised you're so you're so up the NFL's butt, as it were. You, you would be great with the NHL. Hockey is all you talk about. When I first met, I talk Damashek, about them all. I love talking. When about I first it. met Damashek, when he was cutting out the noise in '99. There was a couple of things that he did. One is that he always talked about NHL hockey. Puck was everything to him. And also he would will carry around a, a VHS tape of referees getting punched out. I'm not sure what it was about. NBA, <laughs> boxing. If there was ever a referee to take a fist, it was Damashek had it on this VHS tape. It must have been shown a million times. I like that. I out. like that raw, that raw show of uh, visceral humanity. You know, like it's not, a, it's not like you behind a computer screen. It's just at, acting and reacting the best know? part about it he would carry it around in a briefcase okay. <laughs> hey that guy, was it he just had the briefcase when he'd take it to parties the teacher who passed away uh well now he's uh, not in the movie but in real life he um the the mean teacher um in at breakfast club what was his name uh you mean in real life yeah uh, Gle- uh gleason was his last gleason, name. right 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 gleason, Paul gleason he, something uh, like that that sounds right, Paul Gleason. Go he ahead. was also the mean, ki- kind of mean LAPD um, lieutenant or whatever his position was in Die Hard. Right. And then you end up liking him a little bit. It's a fun little turn in Die Hard. Dwayne that you end up that he that that he takes a he takes a little bit of a shot at the FBI. Looks like we're going to need some new FBI guys. Yeah, and then I mean, you I- like him. It's weird that you mentioned that because I think that's the one like false moment in that movie, that line. I've talked about this on my other podcast. Oh, that. um, What's that one called, by the way? uh, That podcast? Yeah. Cheap Shots. You can't be here. Oh, okay. It's it's called Cheap Shots. Um, But with with the uh, because like no way in that situation would would, would, would an L.A. chief or deputy deputy chief, whatever deputy captain, whatever his his um, his rank is. No way he's making that crack. You just saw, you, you just saw, uh, by the way, a Vietnam, a, a, a war helicopter crash from Nakatomi Plaza and land 200 yards from you, 150 yards. I was in, and, I, was by in the the way, si- I was in the sixth grade, you asshole. But like, and uh, by the way, I worked dead. over there. I worked over there. There's suburbs all around that building. So anyway, a, 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 a Navy, a Vietnam, a helicopter crashes. You know, we need more FBI guys, I guess. No one says that. No one makes that crack. I think you would bite your lip, but I don't think I think you would be horrified, obviously, by it. But let's not forget that those FBI guys condescend to him. So he does have so you relate to that. You wouldn't say that if you watched uh, a half dozen people blow up in a helicopter, but you would probably somewhere deep down feel like I told him not to do that. You would feel like I told him so. I disagree. First of all, I like you go, Dwayne Robinson. Uh, my name is Dwayne Robinson and I'm in charge here. Not anymore. That's what he says. 
That's uh, a funny which, thing. I didn't know. Is, um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Goes on to make a movie. I think was it called Skyscraper? Like it two three that. years it ago. Wasn't that? Sure, and it sure. looks like when you watch the trailer, it's like, is this a really? While you're watching it, is this a Die Hard remake? And it's not. But I mean, the the beats of the trailer make it uh, make it look like. They just reshot another movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's yeah, a funny it's, little coincidence. It's really right? funny. Yeah, I mean, like Die, die Hard. I mean, they did Die Hard on uh, a bus, which was speed. They died hard on a battleship, right? Which was under siege, which is a fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, they did that for a while. They just did Die Hard on a blank. Right. And, uh, that movie. That movie is is just is just sensational. Those more, just, the, just sensational. but generally speaking, when Hollywood goes in on, hey, let's. Uh, this was a successful. Uh, enterprise so now let's do um, uh, several iterations of it those right. are almost always worse than the original but you could make it I mean I die hard is the best but speed's pretty good speed is fantastic under siege is fantastic there's passenger 57 which was die hard on a plane <laughs> they I just never... went they just they just went through them so of course it would make sense that finally they come back around to die hard on an office building which I think skyscraper was a quick observation too for you that I saw Uh-oh. in the uh, in my three hundred ninety seventh viewing of Die Hard earlier mm. this week. Um, Bruce Willis is a real asshole um, in his fights with. I mean, I know the guys with who, terrorists with and everything. No, no, in in his fights, like he's really mean and he's kind of dirty. And I know they're trying to kill him, so all bets are off. But he's like, "You should have heard your brother squeal when I when I broke his neck." Like, I mean, that's like, what would you do? Why are you saying that? Why you want to, you know, hurt the guy's feelings? Hurt the it's guy's like, feelings? What are you talking? His brother them, tried to kill him. And not to mention them. your your wife, his wife, who he loves more than anything, is in is in a penthouse somewhere, and she's in danger. She may be dead. He's upset. He's he's he, he hates it. I don't know. When I, you I, say I might, if things? I were the terrorist, I might be like, take it easy. That was my brother, man. I mean, I know that like, that's the reason that I I'm specifically fighting you right now. Cause not only am I a, a terrorist for hire, but also now I'm angry. It's personal because you killed my brother. And so that's why like, you don't have to bring up his death like that while we're fighting to the death. That's, that's seems a funny weird. sketch idea though, which makes me think it maybe crosses you, a line. Makes me think you maybe pitched it for a man show years ago in the middle of that fight. <laughs> that's right. Up, that's you right. Up heard your bro- they're fighting to the death. You should have heard your brother school when I broke his neck, that guy good enough, just like stopping going, Hey man. And then like, they, and like, and like they, they, they make up and then decide to stop Hans Gruber together. It would be a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic end of the movie. <laughs> Something like that. Let's see happen. Roger Ebert criticize that movie, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way, Roger Ebert didn't like Die Hard. Look it up. Roger Ebert, Roger Ebert kind of panned Die Hard a little bit. And, and he loved Die Hard 2. But Die Hard, he didn't like very much. Die Hard 2 is yeah. also a very good movie. People don't like Die Hard 2. I like it a lot. I think Die Hard 2 is all right. But, like, we don't need, well, we don't need to go. We've talked about that, I think. Right? We've, Die we've Hard 2, I don't believe we have. Gary, have we? Surely absolutely we have talked about we have talked about die hard too absolutely well because will we talked Willis about Willis what, was my, what was my take baby yeah it's not your take it's always sheck's same take that he's making out with his wife moments after people have died and are smoldering on, on the, the charred remains yeah. and it's the same and by the way you know what now that we say this I don't care if you. I, I, I love that he called out the panel. He called guess out the what, panel. Guess what's never happening? 
an apology for me repeating <laughs> for repeating myself. But I never thought about this. Bonnie Bedelia, who had a hot minute as a uh, no leading lady, but um, kind of like playing the wife in a lot of different things. The uh, the Harrison Ford picture. She's she's innocent. Innocent. She does she does the murder. Yeah, she's the killer. You just right. spoiled it for everybody. Uh, but that movie's now twenty seven years, old, years old, so I think you're allowed to do it. Right. Whatever happened to the fox in that picture? Greta Sachi, She had a she had a child with Vincent D'Onofrio. That child is now married to Sean Penn. What? You didn't know that, baby? No, but now I just realized that just like in two, in the original, before, uh, what's his name? You just said his name, uh, who um, who Willis fights to the death. What's his name? Alexander Goodenough. Goodenough, who's dead now. Right? He died, too. What are his movies? He was in Money Pit, and he was in, of course, Witness. Money Pit, Witness, and isn't he also... In that uh, he's also in Boxing Helena. I don't know that. I don't know that movie. Oh yeah, never seen. Never seen Boxing Helena. But you're it's a fight. It's a fight right? picture. No, it's uh, it's Sherilyn Fenn, the uh, the very foxy at one point um, actor Sherilyn Fenn. She did like soft core stuff too, but then she was also in this picture. And the premise is he wanted to keep her, so he boxed her. And he, uh, not in a fist fight, he he took her limbs. He took all no. her limbs. And, and it's just her at one point in the picture, just like, you know, on a bed, you know, with, without any of her limbs. She's just a human pillow. <laughs> That's right. By the way, an- another, another, another uh, great uh, comedy word. You have leukemia, then you have uh, human pillow. Human pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a Do you have a? Did you? Can I say? Did you? You're going all business. Did you have a good week this week? Did you have a good week? I listen. I'm cheating life. I'm living. I, I'm not just surviving. I'm living. I flap my gums about uh, about football, the game of life, and otherwise with you and the drinking. Other pals. How's, the, how's the drinking? It's it's heavy, but that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, that's why we. I mean, that's that we're all in that uh, boat, right? I'm on the board for that one, Donovan. That was pretty great. We're all we're all swimming in the wine, right? Um, what what business do we have to get to? Is there other business to hit, Gary? What do we so. got? I think we do. We have uh, the big business is, of course, can Gary solve the password and get in to uh, to the what remains of Jacuzzi Pete's? I I, I say. In my opinion, his best bit that he left in that shoebox for his wife Nancy, which she then sent to you. I think the banner bit is the Blaster Girl Mysteries, the 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 novel he wrote. So which is great. But before, but do, is there other business to get to first? Do we have any emails that we want to get to? We just want to get to this this week. The hell with the emails. I think the hell with the emails until next week. The hell with the emails. He wants to get okay. to this. Damn it! All what right. Think, baby? All right. I've been working at this for weeks. I'm I'm very excited. I'm it was a, in fact a happy you, accident. You got in? Yes. In fact, it was a happy accident. It I was trying all of the different things that you know people have been sending him in on Twitter and on the Reddit. Donovan and I have been talking. That Dan guy has been coming up with ideas. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, he's but, our uh, intern. You know his he's name. our intern. I thought, you, I, thought, I thought you guys got along, you and Dan. I thought it was Donovan who didn't like him. Well, Donovan, Donovan where are you on this? Still don't like him. I mean, he's outright, though. He's a nice, he's been working hard. He's been doing good stuff for us. What's the dislike? Can't be here. I don't like some Can't of the shots he took here. at me. And I, I thought yeah. it was just, he was, he was, he was going, he was taking shots at everybody. He's taking shots at you, Damashek. Is that what you want from an intern? 
I mean, I, I, I <laughs> maybe I got lost in his eyes. You know, before we move on, though, nice just because I like to complete things and I see Donovan here, we got before we can move on to the next thing, we have to wrap up the hockey player or prescription drug bit. Play the play the uh, song one last time there. Now it's time to guess if it's an NHL player or prescription drug. Let's play, you assholes. It's very, it's very much until that very end there. So very much like Bell and Sebastian, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. You right? He had a good time making that one. Good. Donovan has done great work. Donovan's been doing some great. Other than that week that he took off for some reason, he went to Memphis. Memphis for climbing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God knows what. And I got to be honest, that's that's frankly that's frankly my issue with Dan is I didn't really appreciate the be mean to Donovan segment. I, I, I thought it was uncalled for. Uh. That was bad. I didn't like that either. That was Damashek's contribution to the thing. And, I, you know, and I stood by and I stand by it now. Isn't it, interesting, though, that, like... that Dan, isn't it interesting that Donovan went to Memphis three weeks ago for a Nissan event, and then in his story about the prom, he plugged Nissan. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to do that. There's no money in my pocket. Wait. Damashek, that story was bunk. Wait till the girl uh, who dumped you at the prom finds out that you've been doing stuff for Nissan. Oh, she's <laughs> flying to that, Memphis huh? to do car shows. Well, wow. let's see if Donovan. Let's I see if Donovan earned his, earned his dough. Did, did we look up Damashek's uh, the prom date for Damashek? Who now her son is now uh, uh, knows Damashek and tweets on him. Have we looked into that yet, Donovan? I, I thought Shek was going to bring that in. I see. What happened to that Damashek? What happened? May as well blame Dan the intern for that. He's not. A, he's not even here to answer for himself. Have you, looked, have, you looked, have you looked him up or have you heard from him? Did he, did he tweet you back? What happened, buddy? I, no, I have not followed up with him to get him onto the show, <laughs> but maybe we can. Maybe we can have uh, um, a whole session with all of our, our prom dates. That'd be a fun episode, wouldn't it? I think that's great, except I don't have one, but one at a time. Aren't you curious to see what this guy looks like? Aren't you curious to see if it's like looking in a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried about anything that you're <laughs> implying there because I'm almost positive it's an impossibility. You need closure though with that re- with that date. You need closure. You need some sort of closure because you went in for the kiss and she pushed away, right? No, no, no. After no, all no. the money in the world, something like that. She said, "No, she, she, oh. no, she." In fact, when I tried, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when I got within about two feet of her, she started punching me in the neck and saying, "You should have heard your brother squeal when I killed," you know, like. And I was like, why would you do that? I didn't do anything to you. I just showed you a nice night at the prom. Hey, you got, because this is what I would like to do. I would like just, and then we can get to the jacuzzi beat business. Because uh, Gary did work hard on it. Was that I want Donovan and you, Damish, I wanted you to have, a, to have a, a one last dance with this woman. It'd be great if we could somehow have a dance between Donovan and this woman. And Damashek, you and your prom date, just, only, dance. just only, one dance. Only if you and your mom join in by doing your footloose moves. That's I, wish we, I wish we did. You know, she never went to the prom with me. She never danced with me. But, but me doing those dances as we, as, uh, we try to remember. And then, you know, now that I think about it, she did do try to do the dances. Oh, what a horrible thing. She did try to do some moves with me. What a nice mom. Oh, what a sweet woman. Makes me she feel is. sad. She's, I love her you. very much. Makes me feel so sad. It's very sad. It's, it, I, I'm not sure what's, what's, what story is sadder, me or Donovan's made up one. <laughs> I think yours is sadder. Whether mine's made up. I mean, me I don't want to go. Donovan's uh, ninety-second Nissan ad. I don't need. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to go down. I don't need to go down the rabbit hole uh, of this conversation again. But 
I mean, who I feel bad for, you grew up, you made some nice money, you made a mediocre to poor uh, feature film. It's been mostly good things for you in life. So you've moved on. But I feel bad for your parents. They must have just been so heartbroken for you. Why? Oh, back then when that happened? Yeah. She must have just, she must have gotten and said like, that's okay. Like, you know what? Who needs her? Who needs them? But then she walked away from you and she probably wept. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm sure maybe she, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't remember telling her because on Friday when I got the call from, from this girl was that, Oh, no other boys are going. Isn't she a nice girl? I don't remember. And I, I, hand to God, I do not remember telling her that Jew, that this girl uh, did have a party. just didn't just uninvited me. I think I I spared my parents that because I knew they would be upset. How my parents, uh, their emotional well-being was gigantic to me back then. I, I deliberately did not share them things. Because I also, because I think that was also me trying to protect myself. If I were to do that, I don't think they would be able to handle it. They were very young, were they happy? So I was what? I was, I was 10 then, which meant they were 34. No, if you were in sixth grade, you were 12. No, I was either 10 or 11. Ah. I was 10 or 11, which meant they were 34 or 35. Think about that. They were Donovan's age for crying out loud. Which oh is really, God. really frightening. I mean, Damon, Donovan, how would you handle that? And when you were 10, you were Donovan's size currently. I was. I was very. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Donovan alone. He's trying, although he's rich now. I guarantee. Move on. I guarantee <laughs> he bought that house in Long Beach with Nissan money. <laughs> the 2020 that would Nissan make 300. All right. That would make sense. How does he buy a five-bedroom castle in Long Beach? Oh, it's Nissan, Tennessee money. Unbelievable. Try and tell me I can't be here now in this sweet Nissan ride. (laughs) Copper. Right? Can't be here. I can't wait to hear this song. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, Gary, I have not read these next week. Can't be. I have not read these these pages, but Gary has, and he says they're wonderful. Yeah. Gary, tell a story about how you opened this thing up. So, yeah, it, it was a, a happy accident, actually. Like I said, you know, everyone's been submitting their ideas, and I, there were a few that I just I couldn't get out of my head that I've tried multiple times, and uh, one of those was food. And I actually, the fourth or fifth time I tried it, my finger just slipped, and I hit the O an extra time, and it turns out that food with three O's was what unlocked the third chapter. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Really? Yeah. I uh, it so wasn't a typo got us into his into this third chapter of this book. Yes, it is. I can hear I can hear his voice almost saying that like food, <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking about when our old studio that he haunted. Right, like food. That's probably what he was saying when he was maybe, haunting us. In that, maybe. That, that, maybe it all comes together place. with that. So tell me, so it's so the th- food with three O's. That's what got which me. Makes in. me maybe think that food with four O's is the chapter four. Uh, um, Unfortunately, I, I great minds think alike, but I tried that chapter four and no go. It must be something no else. Okay, so we have chapter three though. Yeah. Okay, and we're gonna read it now, Damashek. What do you think? I uh, I can't wait. I've been waiting for a month. I'm so glad you solved this one. Just for the record, though, before Gary, you call it up, though, yeah, Donovan's already told lies on this <laughs> show, and you know that I have a strict no jive policy here. Please, of course, shoot straight with me, Gary. Did you solve this? Or did Dan the intern solve this? Excellent question. No, no. Uh, I My fat finger solved this. Dan the intern if, had nothing to do with it. All right. And so if I go to Dan the intern and I just say, hey, did you hear about this password thing? He, he'll just repeat your story. 
I mean, like, uh, there won't be any. After I saw Dan the intern besmirch your name and Donovan's name, I don't. I have no idea what he might say or lie or do. But so I don't know what he'll respond. But mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you that this was my okay. this was a slip of my finger on the keyboard that that solved this conundrum. Well, go, well, God bless, right, go God ahead. bless your, God bless your poor diet, man. Because I'm very yeah. excited to see this. All, All right, very, very cool. Let's so before up. we go on to it, so what, what happened was I remember last week. The last time we did these chapters was it's about a, a private investigator in the 1930s. We don't know what her name is. What happened is she's excited for a seafood dinner, right? And then what happens? She's got an assistant named Winston who's stupid. And then what happens is she gets a, a, a knock on the door from an old paramour. Her name is too. And he's, he's, he wants to hire her to find his sister, Carrie. I remember that. And then, then what happens is they, oh, they make love. Remember, they made love, David. They made love. And then he tries to hire her to find his sister. And then she's like, we're back. And he says he left his wife, Doreen. He left his wife. And then uh, they're going to start They're going to start up again. This is the beginning of something. And the silence was deafening, so deafening, they didn't hear the bullets. I remember that. Right. So that's the last thing we've heard. I love it too. And by the way, I mean, like, you know, as they say, this really is the journey, not the destination. The the words, uh, the wordplay from Jacuzzi Pete is so marvelous. It very well could have been penned by DeVito's character in LA Confidential. I've said too much already. But also Let's a great hear. point, a great point you made before is that this is a man whose other ideas were like a game called Kiss or Pizza. Like his, <laughs> right. the, the other things in that in that shoebox of his. A superhero named Burger Man. Yeah, like that. With a burger bicycle or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it was really, uh, he had jacuzzi bucks. He had just recipes in there. It was really just a hodgepodge of mediocrity. Um, But This was uh, his passion um, project. And, you know, you can tell because it's uh, terrific. Let's move on then to chapter four. Chapter four. Let's go, Gary. I, I think this is chapter three, guys. Chapter three, chapter three, chapter three. Boop, there it is. Boop, there it is. Oh, outstanding already. A Polish who once hired me had a saying. Already I'm hooked, Gary. Already I'm hooked. I'm already hooked. Here we go. A Polish who once hired me had a saying, when death has you in her sights and you're seconds away from meeting God or whatever dumb idol those people pray to, your whole life flashes before your eyes. Well, when those gun drops ripped through my cheap office walls like pebble through paper, I didn't see my whole life, just moments, four moments, a cool Irish dozen. First, I saw the ball game my old man took me to for my 15th birthday. The A's Pinky Higgins hit a dinger out of Comiskey's sandbox that still hasn't landed. Second, I saw the lobby of <laughs> He paints he paints like no one's business. He really does, really. Second, I saw the lobby of the Lexington Hotel, where that where the next afternoon my old man gave me the pinky for a pair of baffled seats behind the dugout. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Third. Third, I saw the look on poor Pinky's face a year later when he came home from a four-game series in Boston to find I burned his apartment in Spruce Hill to the ground with his kids inside. <gasps> what oh. the hell? The A's, the A's Pinky Higgins? What? I know, I know what you're thinking, but the hell with them. Their old man was a son of a bitch. I guess mine was too. 
But the last frame to flash past my looking balls had Zippo to do with Pinky, my murder trial, or our six-month Mexican marriage. <laughs> the, look, he married. He married her. <laughs> they got just married. To, just to make clear, looking balls or eyes? I'm guessing. I'm assuming they are. Okay. I guess they okay. are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was the night I met Stu. Oh, but the last frame to flash past my looking balls had Zippo to do with Pinky, my murder trial, or our six-month Mex- Mexican marriage. <laughs> It was the night I met Pinky Higgins and the author were married. Jacuzzi is amazing. Writing this, taking some licenses here. First person female, a bold choice right out of the gate by him. It was the night I met Stu, November 26, 1931. I was busy being blotto at my best speakeasy in Harlem. News from the late edition hit that American chemist Harold Urey had just discovered the isotope deuterium, and the whole city was celebrating. As I drank my fourth Sophocles. <laughs> Society was different back then. As I drank my fourth Sophocles, that's Uzu and red wine for you teetotalers, I spied a, <laughs> I spied a Betty Boop tattoo on the arm of the handsome tripod next to me. I laughed and veiled <laughs> I laughed and veiled him into buying me a fifth fifth, and the rest was a sweaty history. That night in 31 was the first time he and I made whoopee. Unfortunately, this night, six years later, would be our last. Wow! <laughs> Stu's body. Oh, because there was bullets. Right. Stu's, bo- Stu's body lay lifeless on the coroner's gurney, bloody, bullet ridden, and colder than Grover Cleveland's uncle, who had died earlier that year. <laughs> <laughs> Bet that reference resonated more, you know, a hundred years ago. But okay. I don't know which neighbor called the cops, but hot <laughs> mustard did they get here Robert fast? Cleveland's uncle. Hot <laughs> mustard. Just a minute ago, we're hearing stories about enjoying a nice Sophocles. And some uh, some lovemaking, and all of a sudden you got to invoke uh, the uncle of uh, one of our presidents. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I don't know which neighbor called the cops, but hot mustard did they get here fast? Where the hell is she? <laughs> Where the hell is she? Said the sotto voce crooning outside my office. Its timbre was indisputable. Lou Tuna was the dirtiest lieutenant in the LAPD to ever earn a shield. That also made him the best. He jumped the jam and made a beeline to me quicker than a hobo through a hill of coleslaw. <laughs> I lit a dart, took a kiss, then blew a cloud of Carolina in his face. Hi, Lou. I said, How- <laughs> "He's excellent. He's excellent." A cloud of Carolina. <laughs> Hi, Lou. I said, "How's your cherries?" Tuna grabbed the grabbed the phone book off my roll top and smacked me so hard I saw stars. And not the two-legged kind walking up and down Highland Avenue. Never mind my cherries, you twist, he said. Hey, watch your mouth, copper, screamed Winston from the corner. My loyal secretary was, seeing, was still seeing stars of his own from the soap stew gave him. That didn't mean he couldn't hop too when Mama took a beat. Easy, dummy, I told him. It was only the Bunker Hill directory. Guess we're lucky we don't work mid-Wilshire. Tuna looked, out, Tuna looked out what was left of my bay window, hot Santa Ana smog leaking through the holes that Tommy gun made. After what seemed like forever, the bull finally snorted. There I was, he said, sitting down to a half potato and boiled cabbage dinner my wife made when I got a call. There's a stiff shot that blazes with a Chicago typewriter. And that you're the dame who did the type. <laughs> Chicago typewriter. <laughs> is that what a Tommy gun is called? A Chicago I guess, typewriter? I guess so. Accor- according to Tuna, he's talking about the bull finally snorting. I assume that's Tuna. <laughs> I like, I, I like, by the I way, not to interrupt, I like that his dinner was half potato and boiled cabbage. I guess that's what they ate back then. I have no idea. 
you had to tighten the belt back then in the in the early 30s. So here, and there I was, he said, sitting down to a half potato and boiled cabbage dinner my wife made when I got a call that's a stiff shot to blazes with a Chicago typewriter. And that you're the dame who did the typing. Hey, watch your mouth, copper, screamed Winston. I shook my head. We just went through all that, you dummy, I yelled. Now quiet, big kids are talking. I turned slowly to Tuna, unsure if I was dizzy from the phone book, the paste I had tossed in me earlier. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Gross. Or the sight of the dead man six feet away who did the pasting. I had nothing to do with this, Lou. Stu was a friend, a good friend. Tuna picked up the two fives Stu had offered me earlier to find his sister. Is 10 spoons what friends cost these days? What's a woman doing with this much Mazuma lying around? (laughs) (laughs) Mazuma. I love that $10 is like a lot of money, I guess, back then. (laughs) I smirked. What's the, what's a woman doing with this much Mazuma lying around? I smirk, knowing that whatever came out of my mouth could get my symbol gone again. I found it in my couch cushions, I muttered. Trust me, Lou, I didn't do this. Your guess is as good as mine who did, but I'm no killer. Tuna saw my serve coming a mile away and returned it with a forehand that made Don Budge blush. I wonder what... <laughs> Tuna... <laughs> Tuna saw my serve coming a mile away. She goes, I'm no killer. Tuna saw my serve coming a mile away and returned it with a forehand that made Don Budge blush. I wonder what Piggy Higgins' kids would say about that. Oh, right. They're in a bag somewhere in St. Dominic's oh. Cemetery. <laughs> oh. oh, what? This, this, this big league ball player, really, as a side note, has really had a checkered uh, decade or two himself. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the news, Lou, but I was acquitted, I said. Or did that story not make the examiner, whatever rag you wrap your fish in? Tuna shoved his Italian mug so close into my, my mascara got jealous. I got a story of my own, Bubblegum, he said through gritted teeth. If you weren't the one to call bingo in this guy's card, I'm giving you the weekend to find who did. And if you both aren't in my office by 9 a.m. Monday morning, I'm sending you to the clubhouse and get the DA to charge you with murder. Let me ask you, ever whip what comes off a body when it's getting zapped by 1,700 volts? No, I answered, but it can't be any worse than that cabbage dinner waiting for you back home. Hey, <laughs> hey watch your mouth, copper, cried Winston again. That was me, dummy, I said. I'm the one who said that. Go back to sleep. Holy mackerel, he was stupid, but he was mine. <laughs> Tuna put the money Stu left in the pocket of his duster. That's my dough, I said. No, it's mine, he answered. There's a 10-spoon fine for insulting the meal. There's a 10-spoon fine for insulting the meal, Mr. Tuna made. And if you're not in front of me Monday morning, it's going to cost you a lot more. Tuna ambled out the door, and finally all they did was done, leaving my office nice and mouse. I did my own ambling over to Winston and peeked at the dent on that empty melon of his. How you holding up, old girl, I asked. I'll live, he grunted, but you I'm not so sure. What do you say we leap a bus and leave town for a while? It was the first smart thing Winston had said in a long time, and a hunk of me agreed with him. But the other hunks wanted to find out who buttons stew. I owed him that much. <laughs> no, dummy, I said. Boil some coffee, then grab the car. We got to find Stu's sister. I think I know just where to find her. I looked over at Stu, the, the coroner covering his body before wheeling him out of my office, out of my life. As he pulled the crisp white sheet up and over his arm, I caught a glimpse of the Betty Boop tattoo one last time, looking just as it did that night in Harlem six years ago. I closed my eyes and smiled, still tasting the ouzo and red wine. Goodbye, Stu. Come on, dummy. Let's get to work. That's it? Wow. That's it? Another cliffhanger. Not- oh, my. I mean, yeah, that's... I-, I don't even know what to say. I'm overwhelmed. I feel like maybe, you know, all these years later, maybe we didn't give Jacuzzi Pete the respect that he clearly earned. He- this was a talented man. This was an artist. This was a wordsmith. Guys, how was that? Wasn't that great? 
I am such a fan of his writing, his style. Yeah, exactly. He's a wordsmith. Just That's like the best chapter he's done. Like, like the best chapter. It was rich. It had everything from from the pinky stuff, the pinky side stories. Oh my god! Was Pinky Higgins looking up? Was Pinky Higgins a real player? I'm not. I'm not positive. <laughs> you look that up real quick. You can't I'd even see me, by the way. Hold on. I'm gonna turn the light. Good down. thing Jacuzzi Pete is dead because I'm worried that uh, the the Pinky Estate might sue him for impugning <laughs> the name of their ancestor. Yeah, and all the cat, wow. the cabbage and potatoes. Pinky Higgins was, in fact, oh. a third baseman, manager, and office executive. He went on to be a skipper, David Feeney. Oh wow. no, okay. There he is. So that was a, he was a real player. Wow. How great for the for the Red Sox. Known for his racism? Well, that's not good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Maybe I mean, I that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad when that's on your Wikipedia page. It's like it's like it would be like doing, you know, like on OJ's, it says murder, you know, like, like that's how bad <laughs> it, it actually is. says, it actually says he was known for his racism. Well, there's a whole oh section that says oh for racism. Uh, I can't believe those pages. Gary, thank you so much. Can you, is there, so you can't get into chapter four at all, buddy? Not yet. I mean, I, I, I assure you I'll keep trying. Just that's amazing. Well, he did a great job once again. Just throw in some more O's, I guess. I don't know. That was pretty. Uh, I like Piggy Higgins. I liked. I liked a lot of it. I really liked a lot of it. Oh God damn it! That is really funny. I miss Jacuzzi Pete more than ever now. All Me of too. a sudden, wow! What a oh, great same. son of a bitch. What a great one. What a great. I. I don't. I. I wouldn't dare try to um, uh, top that. So I say we leave it here. Um, we've been spinning for. Well, we've been spinning for a fair amount of time anyway, right, fellas? We've been going a good ninety minutes. I think that's a that's more than enough infotainment for the BTLs and monkeys. Hell of a time! Hell of a time! <laughs> a grand a time. time as always. Congratulations I, I feel, to both of you. The roll continues. I feel like we're really, you know, we're now into fall. I think we're just about into October. Probably by the time most people are listening, we'll be into October. It feels like, well, people keep saying, who knows what time or place we're in here? But I hope that. Uh, the David Feeney and Donovan and Gary and uh, Dan, the intern, um, have all helped uh, pass a little bit of time for you. Made it uh, a little less trying uh, in these trying times. And you know what? If you think that's good news, better news. We'll be back with more Hooey and Applesauce for you next week. So until then, for the whole gang, including David Feeney, gangbusters work as always. Thanks so much, BTLs and Monkeys. Look forward to Donovan's song next week. It's been a thin slice of heaven. <laughs> <laughs>